Crank up the volume and get ready. It's time for Independent Artist Spotlight, right here on MusicRanchRadio.com. All right, here we go. Hey, hey, I missed that intro. I know, isn't that cool? We're a couple minutes early. But that's, we've, we've been anticipating for six I months. I know. So. Our gun went off. Did you press record? Just, we couldn't wait. I did. I got her. <laughs> We're good to go. And uh, so we figured out it's been six months since uh, you well, and I November went, sometime, yeah, so Independent Artist Spotlight. And, uh, we got, we, but we got a lot of great shows on Music Ranch Radio right now. And, uh, but, you know, it's good to be back. And, uh, Very good. I love it. Yeah. We started kind of early because uh, the thing was is I, I wanted to watch the SpaceX, uh, you know. And who didn't? Uh, yeah. Everybody did. It's, I mean, come on, man. I mean, it's, it's like when uh, I was nine years old again and the uh, yeah. Apollo was taken off. Was yeah. Like, you know, when you think about school? it, I mean, what a leap into the future. Yeah. When you think about we could actually, they said they could turn that thing every 10 days if you wanted to go to the space station oh, hang out for a week, I guess. <laughs> But it's kind of cool. See a vacation and, uh, yeah. coming up. So uh, it's a you know it's a big deal in history, and I wanted to yeah. see it. They got down to like 16 minutes, and everything went to hell in a handbag, and the weather you know came in. So they're gonna they're gonna take another shot Saturday, and that's gonna happen about 12:30. That'll be cool because I don't have to do radio. Or but it, you'll yeah. be up by then. Yeah. So anyway, what I said was, is I didn't come on at one o'clock, but I would as soon as they uh, they launched it. I would come out and do radio till we were done tonight after the show. Yeah, and I so I far I've, I've kept my word. Yeah. And, I, and I was a little late. You were a little for your liking. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> come on, man. I wanted you here. I haven't but seen you for six months. I know. I mean, you know, I, I was, the anticipation. Anticipation. So we got Mark Stewart from the Bastard Sons yeah. of Johnny Cash, and the cool thing about Mark is Mark has been here at Jimmy's Roadhouse, and uh, June nineteenth, yeah. actually. What last a, year? What a cool guy, man! It's I mean, the so guy's just a—he's a prince. He's a lot of fun to be around, and uh, you know, it takes—you uh, know—you kind of want to hang out here. You kind of want to have fun. Yeah, and he was—he was part of that. He, he was, you know. I remember the day he walked in, and we were there was like three of us back here in the studio doing radio, and and uh, uh, Mark had never been here, and I shouldn't tell the story, but it's a true story. <laughs> and uh, we got we had whiskey bottles sitting around here, you know, and and. Uh, Mark kind of peeks his head in and he goes, uh, is one of you guys Jim? And I oh, go, yeah, yeah. Right. I said, uh, I said, uh, do you want a little, uh, little nip, you know? And he goes, well, uh, uh, uh you know, it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. And he had to play. He goes, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and the race was, there oh, yeah. Jimmy's out of the gate first. Yeah. And he did a great job, man. It was oh. an awesome show. People loved him and he's a great guy. And, uh, you know, he's real people. That's what I like about Mark. He's just, exactly. uh, yep. he's real people. And so we're going to play one of his called Honky Tonk Holiday. And uh, while we're playing that, we're going to get Mark on the phone. And we're going to chit-chat with him for about an hour, play some of his stuff, and find out what he's been up to. It's been a tough yeah. go, man. Well, it's been almost a year for him being here, too. Yeah, exactly. right before Songwriters Fest last year. Yep. He was here, and then, yep. then we had Songwriters And we had to Fest. cancel him. He was supposed to be here again. Yep. So, but I think we're going to be okay with him being here in August. We'll have to see. I hope so. But, uh, so right now, here is Honky Tonk Holiday uh, by Mr. Mark Stewart. We'll get him on the phone. Sorry. I need a honky-tonk holiday Don't wanna work, I just wanna play Dance and drink the kids away Under this neon dance hall 
to drag myself out of bed But it's another work week and I'm feeling like I'm half past dead Well I could use a little time away Before I go crazy I need a honky-tonk holiday I wanna work, I just wanna play Dance and drink the kids away Another neon dance all night No, I got the blues today I can't seem to make them go away I don't care how much I have to pay I need a honky-tonk holiday Mr. Mark Stewart, Hockey Tonk Holiday yeah. at four minutes past or yeah, four minutes past six o'clock. That's it. I keep forgetting because we changed it for an hour. Are you there, Mark? I'm still here. There you. Oh, Hello, man. Red Lodge. Hey, oh, Mark. Yeah. There's a lot of people that miss you up here, Mark. Oh man, it's nice to hear your voice. I miss you guys too. I was lamenting the fact that uh, I'm not going to be up there next month. Next month already was supposed to be doing it. it. Yeah. Yeah, you Can know, you believe it? we're we're getting a little bit of a spike, you know, from uh you know, we I you know, here's the only thing that I've got scheduled and I had to cancel everything else was uh I had Costa scheduled in uh April. And we decided I saw that. Yeah. I almost wanted to drive up just to see it. Well, we decided that we would do, we would pick July 18th, and uh, what we're going to do is Casa's got a little Bose system. Although, with Greg, and, you know, we've got this, uh, the Roadhouse design to where we could swing the stage and actually play to the outdoors, but we're going to do an outdoor thing with Costas and and just give everybody the option. I'm just going to tell, you know, it's a sold-out show, and just, you know, bring your lawn chairs, space, whatever you want. If you want to hang out at the top of the road by the mailbox, hell, I don't care, you know. But uh, you can still come, Mark. Yeah, you can still, still come. come. I would, I would love to have Costas's DNA on me. Maybe <laughs> I'll tell you what, Mark. Here's the thing about Costas, and I think, uh, I think Greg will attest to this. He's like you. He's real people. I swear real, to God, man, people. this guy, yes. he is so such a common dude. And I, you know, I've been fortunate enough that I've known him for. God, I can't even, probably 30, 40 years. 
He yep. and I were talking about that one night, and I remember watching Costas play for beer at the uh, at a bar in Red Lodge. You know, he's from Billings, and uh, you know he hasn't changed a damn bit. He's a, he's the same guy, and uh, you know he's just a cool dude. And I, I'll guarantee, if you ever get a chance to hang with him, uh, you're you're gonna love every second of it. You're gonna say to yourself, "My God, this guy is such." Well, maybe we can have a double show. Yeah, or two nights: one night Costas, oh, one night Mark. Would... Huh? <laughs> he would do oh, it. That's a dream. Yeah, yeah, he would do it. That would he's, be a dream. I'm a huge Costas fan. Are and, you? Uh, he's amazing. I remember. Oh yeah, I remember Pete Anderson back in the early '90s. You know, telling me about Costas and uh, what it, there was this tremendous songwriter living up in the Montana mountains. And <laughs> boy, he was right. The songs, you know, are incredible. Yeah, not that, just white, the ones that White's got. That I mean, like his solo records are great too. Yeah, and now songwriter Hall of Fame in Nashville. I know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> amazing. You know, and I don't, I don't think he's yeah. even. I don't what think every he, songwriter wants to have a two night where they follow Costas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, I, I maybe I can do the first night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the funny part is, I call him and I say, "Costas, you want to come do the roadhouse?" He goes, "Oh, well, Jimmy, yeah, I'd do it." You know, he said, "I'd just soon buy the pizza. Let's just sit around a couple, two, three of us and jam." <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And I said, "Well, that'd be cool, but you know, it'd be all right if everybody else comes." He goes, "Oh, I, I guess." <laughs> you know, but that's that's just Costas. He's you a know? good guy. He is a good guy. Uh-huh. You know, and the thing yeah. is, is everybody loves Costas. You know, they just, uh, and, and that's the reason, because he's like you. He's just a real dude. You know, there's no, uh, oh, nothing about, you know, him and I, had we had the best. And then we're going to stop talking about Costas. Yeah, talk about talking, Mark. let's talk about Mark. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> the reason is, is because they're so much alike. Yeah. They really yeah. are. And Mark, you're the same way. We were laughing uh, before we put you on. We said, uh, I remember the day you showed up at Jimmy's Roadhouse. We were all sitting back here, maybe having a, oh, we might have been having an adult beverage. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. But I think we were. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I remember you sticking your head in the door and saying, what are you guys, Jimmy? And I said, yeah, that's that's me, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so, so that's just the way it is here. And that's the way he is. And that's the way you are. You know, I mean. You get the job done, had a great crowd, had a good time. Good spent after. Some time, yeah, spent some time with the people. They loved you. And, uh, I mean, it's it's even gone a little bit beyond loved you, man. I mean, you know what I mean? When's Mark coming back? I know, and I'm starting to get calls going, what's the deal with Mark? I go, well, I don't know, you know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we're going to get you back here one way or another. Because I, I, I think we're still still on for August, aren't we? I mean, as far yeah. as as far as I, I know, think it's early, I think it's early September. Isn't it? Early September is that what they did? They, they yeah. just extended yeah, it until yeah. then. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, so far, so far, so good. I'm crossing my fingers. That would that would really be a you know sad if that didn't happen. I would understand if it did, as if, if it meant keeping people safe. Um, right. But I would love for it to happen. Oh, you and me both. So, uh, so Mark, it, it's been tough, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not a good time for. It's not a good time for you know independent touring and recording artists right now. So no. just to hang in there. Really, it's just a, a hang in there moment, and hope that uh, hope you that 
not, I don't, you know, a cure, whatever they want to call it, just that the worst part is over and uh, people feel safe to to go out again. And, and it is actually safe to go out again. Not just feel safe, but it is safe. Right. right. Yeah. So too many people feel How safe. How are you guys right holding up up there? I know that, you know, you came out of a, a Montana winter and every it was like right out of a Montana winter into lockdown. How are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. I got uh, so well. I'll tell you the story about me, Mark. I mean, I you know this. <laughs> as you well know, uh, I'm a lucky guy. I've got everything I need right here. You know, I've got a, I got the roadhouse. I got the radio station. I got a lovely wife, and and uh, it was about it was about uh, maybe three weeks before the lockdown. Lori was going to town on a Sunday, and I said, "Well, hell, I'll ride along and get a, I'll get a coffee at the coffee place." And we got to the top of the road. I said, "Jesus, this almost looks unfamiliar." I said, "It's been a while." She said, "She said, well, I could tell you how long it's been since you left the place." And I said, "When was that?" She said, "The twenty eighth of August of last <laughs> last year." So he's fully quarantined. <laughs> So I could put a big check beside quarantine for the big guy, you know what I mean? Nice, yeah. yeah. And Greg came back. You were kind of quarantined back there. You yeah. Were, you were oh. very careful. Well, I came back from Illinois, and it was it's still pretty bad there. So when I got back to Montana, we had the two-week mandatory quarantine, and it was easy to do up on the mountain. So yeah. I'm on my fourth week now. So we're good to go. Oh, yeah. uh, anyway, and uh, that's like tonight, you know, we're saying, I told Greg, I said, I don't have a tape measure. Are we six feet apart? He goes, yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> but, uh, you know, because both of us are, and, you know, it's a very, now it's reached a point to me to where it's a real individual thing. I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't begrudge anybody that doesn't want to wear a mask and they go out and do their thing. I mean, that's up to them. It's just, you know, I just feel the way I feel about it. That's all I can do. And I, I like to be... Uh, I like to be pretty damn careful, you know, because I'm an I'm an old curmudgeon now. You know? <laughs> how are things where yeah. you are, Mark? How, how are they? How are they there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, how, how are things? You yeah, how are things where oh, things where you are? are? Things are. You know, I'm in Texas, so um, things are <laughs> opening up and uh, going great. Memorial Day was pretty crazy here. I think people were ready. Uh, Governor Abbott of Texas. You know, is more lenient than most. Yeah, I just states. saw him on the news. Yeah, and uh, I think by, on Memorial Day, I live on the Guadalupe River, and on Memorial Day and weekend, it was nuts. There was tons and tons of people out floating the river. That's Nobody just... had masks. There was music playing. People were drinking, and they were exercising their right to be responsible or irresponsible, oh. depending. Makes you cringe, your, doesn't it? Your <laughs> but uh, I have to say, I was in the water with my daughter, and we had, um, you know, plenty of space between us and the other people. And it did, you know, it did feel good to get in the river and cool off. And it was, uh, it was, it was kind of nice for a moment. Um, there was some normalness, you know. Yeah. It yes. seemed like normalness. <laughs> Greg's trying to <laughs> choke you strong. <laughs> Can't get it off. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, so well, that's yeah, awesome. That, of course, now we're waiting to see if there's going to be a giant spike in June from Governor Abbott sort of opening up Texas before most places are open. But we're open here too, and that's what we're kind of waiting on. Um, yeah, you know, being being a gateway to Yellowstone and all that, it's um, opened up slowly, but it's still a lot of people yeah. around and. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, it's I, I get it. You know, I mean, for a lot of people, it's it's tough. You know, especially when you get in the metro areas. You know, we're used to we're just used to having open spaces here, which we do have. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, lot, I don't yeah. feel like I'm quarantined. You know, I feel like hell. I feel like it's another day in paradise. You know, so. For me, you know, it's not a big deal, and I know it's not for Greg, but I suppose if you lived in New York or whatever, oh, and you know. Oh, in a it, condo yeah. or a little townhome. With Probably drive me crazy. You. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're grateful. I mean, we have, uh, you know, just just where I live, we're, we're sort of at the, at the edge anyway. One one side of us is a, is a park, and behind us is like 100 yards of pecan orchard and then the river. So we've, and when they shut down all the parks here in New Braunfels, we still had private river access to our property, which was, I mean, it kept, it kept me and, you know, my daughter certainly from going crazy. And, oh, yeah. You know, one of the things, one of the things I like to do every morning is get up after I have my coffee and, you know, play some guitar and walk along the river under the cypress trees because that's, where I like to ride, and 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 so that that didn't stop for me, and I w- I've been extremely grateful that you know I have a lot of friends that are in big cities, and they are really you know it's got to be so tough. For them. Yeah. Very tough. Yeah, I can't I imagine. Agree. How so? Speaking of I'm riding, I'm not a big you... city guy now. I'm glad I was not in a big city. When <laughs> well, boy, I'll I'm tell you what, I kind of am. You know, I I mean, I every once in a while I'll go to a town. Well, a couple of years ago, I went to a place that had a stoplight, and it was pretty weird for me. <laughs> uh, how is your? Are you doing writing while you're during all this? Are you doing any new songs or writing any new? Yeah, I've, I've written about you know four new songs since the. Uh, since the pandemic started and uh, have a bunch of ideas for some other ones and uh, sort of a real positive vibe running through the whole thing. So it, it sort of started with uh, one song and uh, the theme has kind of continued and it's cool. nice. It's uh, This is the longest I've been off the road in 20 years. Wow. And, you know, at first I started having dreams about, you know, still being in hotel rooms or getting up and going. And I have to say it's, it's you know, snow, slowing down like this, forced slowing down, it's been a, a really nice way to reconnect with my wife and yeah. my daughter and, yeah. and the family in home time. There's and, a, uh, a lot I of positive come out of it. Just how hard I was running for years, you know. So what's wake-up time? Anytime you want to open your eyes? Yeah, I'm a, I've always been an early riser, so I get up about 7, or you know, which isn't too early, but I get up about 7 and... And uh, I like to have, you know, make some coffee and have a little time. Yep. My daughter, she's a huge sleeper, so she'll sleep, you know, <laughs> till 9 or 9.30. But, yeah. And uh, she's how, so how old I, she? I seven. Seven, oh. perfect. I got yeah, all, all I got does. all kinds of grandkids about that age, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like to wake up and get a little caffeine in me to prepare for the, yep. <laughs> for the energy ahead. Yeah. I get up every morning, Mark, at 6.20. And I jog every morning. Yeah. Jog where? And I, well, I jog to the bathroom. I, I jog to the bathroom, and then I jog back to bed and and uh, get some real sleep. Yeah. You know, Mark, we're gonna play yeah. a song. Uh, we're gonna play seven play miles. Song. Seven miles to Memphis. You okay with that? Woo. Yeah. 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 Play it. All right. Here we go. Seven miles to Memphis.
fun right there yeah that is i mean everything you do is fun man you got that you got that look too yeah i mean there's just something about mark there's that look to him you know when you you're that kind of guy that a lot of people just look at you and go damn i want to hang out with that guy he looks like a ton yeah. of fun we know? did too yeah. yeah i look like i could pull the bull over that guy's eyes <laughs> uh, yeah oh my god well <laughs> You know, I've never had anybody come to Jimmy's Roadhouse and leave saying, damn, that was boring. Yeah. and uh, Can't wait know. to not go there again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ton of fun. Yeah, that's, that's fun. I, I, you know, I can't tell you how much I miss you guys. I wish I could, I could be up there. You know, it, there's something about that, too. You know, Texas is so flat, and getting a chance to see real mountains and just real people is just one Something that fills the soul like you think can. So. It attacks the soul. It makes you want. It makes you want it. Yeah. Well, I know. I talked to Paula. Yeah, and she's 
she's totally bummed out that we're not going to be able to do this thing in June. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going into this phase two thing. I'm not sure, uh, you know, these phases, uh, you know, I've went through yeah. phases all my life, but this is hard for me <laughs> yeah. to get used to. When you're forced on it. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure what the, <laughs> I try to read all this stuff and I go, well, God, that just don't make any sense. But hell, I don't know. You know, so we're going into this phase two thing pretty quick. So, you know, I've got people calling me every day going, man, when are you going to open up the roadhouse? And I go, God, if I knew, we'd all be tickled. Uh, so I'm not sure uh, how that's going to happen. But uh, like I said, if we are, you there, know, are there people ready to come and sit in that room right now? You know, I don't think so. I, I think that there might be a few. Yeah, but, I think but, if we if I did, you know, like doing this thing with Costas, we did an outdoor thing. I think we'd be OK. And that's kind of what I told Lori. I mean, we've got all kinds of seating. And I said, I think we're yeah. just going to put Costas right on the patio, right up on, uh, you know, you've been here where we keep the picnic table and stuff and put him up yeah. there and just tell people, hey, bring your lawn chairs and, you know, just do whatever you're comfortable with. And, uh, you know, there won't be a meet and greet because Costas is a little worried. You know, he told me that. He said, I, I don't know how comfortable I feel about being in, uh, you know, a 40 seater enclosed and. And I said, dude, I oh, get yeah. you. You know, I I was the first one to cancel because I just I didn't want I didn't want that responsibility. To be honest with you, uh, I I don't want to make anybody sick. You know, and uh, yeah, well, unless you're drinking whiskey, and then I don't give a damn. <laughs> he does it to me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> not not unless you're doing it under the uh, the auspices of hospitality. Right? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. You'll get over that, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> So, so anyway, yeah, it, it's kind of a weird thing. And I, so I don't even know. I get people ask me every day, well, when do you think you'll be back doing what you do? And I said, God, if I knew, I'd be a smart man. And uh, well, it's nice so you got the option for I, outside, too. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll swing that yeah, stage there was, if we uh, have to. There's some things opening here where there, we were supposed to play the Broken Spoke uh, on the 1st of May. And, you know, that was... That was one of is one of our regular favorite places to play in Austin, and uh, you know it hadn't opened, but on May 18th it opened, and there's like you know it's at 25 percent capacity, and uh, people are going in and they're they're having dinner and they're dancing. So I mean, my wife and I are kind of just taking a more precautious oh us too yeah definitely side of things, and we're hoping that we don't see a big spike you know, come June in the amount of cases. And we're hoping that, you know, whatever curve we smashed, stayed smashed. Yep. And doesn't jump up again. Yeah, we're kind of like, with being a tourist town here, it's sure. like, let's see what the tourists do and what happens um, in a few weeks. We could wait. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you turned... Exactly. I mean, you're used to having, when when did the tourists for, uh, start coming through Yellowstone? Is it year round? No, they started already, actually. They opened uh, the Wyoming side. The Wyoming side. But we're we're having people still come into Red Lodge, even though the pass isn't open to Yellowstone. Yeah. But we're still having people that own summer houses here come in. But Wyoming only opened Yellowstone so far. Montana has not opened their gates yet. But they're going to. I mean, yeah. Yellowstone Park's going to be wide open, yeah. you can bet. So yeah. it's party time for the animals for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the part. <laughs> I don't think it's even party time for the animals. The animals are like, what in the hell are you guys? <laughs> you know, they, they were open for, what, two days before some gal tried to French kiss a buffalo yeah. or yeah, something? Yeah, somebody 
Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it's not, folks. It's not a petting zoo. It's a national park. That's know? right. That was already just within yeah. the opening. It's this happened year. already. Like within two days of opening, <laughs> she was out trying to pet oh, a buffalo yeah. and take a picture. And and it's uh, you know it's kind of a weird thing. If you live here, it's a different deal. For me, I mean, I've had to travel through the park because we used to play Jackson Hole a lot. And so we'd go through the park, you know, and it's kind of frustrating when you're going through there because, I mean, you know, <laughs> people see a skunk and there's brake lights for two miles, you know, and they get out with a lens about 40 feet long to take a picture of a skunk, you know. And so, so Yellowstone. Yeah, so it's a little bit frustrating, but, but uh, you know, it is beautiful. If you haven't seen it before, it's cool, and, and uh, I think Red Lodge would be all right. You know, we, we locked her down good, and, and yeah, people quick. were and quick. And uh, all the businesses were real receptive. I mean, we've got hand wash stations everywhere in town. And, uh, geez, I mean, there was a big flashing light that said, man, if you're from out of town, you got 14 days, you know. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah. they were pretty adamant about it. And, you know, I, I think. That well, the is, entire state has three people hospitalized for, for the whole state. Two, so. two actually, as of today. One got, oh, one got out. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, you know, this that, is that, what, well. You guys are up high. You're closer to God, and that makes you guys smarter. <laughs> yeah, well, right. well, we'll see. Yeah, up high is how pretty work. Anyway, here's well, yeah. Enough of that. Let's let's listen to Mark. <laughs> here's here's <laughs> Mark Mark Stewart, the bastard sons, the power of a woman, and we all know what that is.
Bastard Sons of Jonathan. Power of a Woman, 631 here at the Music Ranch. 66 blistering degrees out there. And about a one mile <laughs> blistering. an hour. Blistering. Right, Martin? Blistering. <laughs> blistering. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so it's been a little warm down there, eh, Mark? Yeah. Yeah, it's already it's already warm. <laughs> big, big time. You know, Mark, I just, I can't help but think, you know, and I better be careful what I say because, uh, I had the same conversation with a guy named Leroy Miller. <laughs> and uh, he was in there doing radio, and uh, two weeks later he showed up. He, he left L.A. and moved to Montana. We'll take Mark. Well, I'll take Mark at a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, you always and family. Wow, the whole family. Did, huh? Not just yeah, Mark. He did. He stayed uh, He stayed out here at the Low Shack for two months till he, he got him a little place and uh, built him a, uh, he built himself a mini house. Or tiny a, house. Tiny house. Beautiful. Does all this yeah. recording out of this little tiny house on uh, solar panels. And, uh, you know, he got himself a day gig and he plays music on the weekends. <laughs> He's loving life, man. So, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just saying, I mean, I'm going to be yeah. careful, but. Uh, I'm, I'm absorbing every word with great interest. <laughs> we and, might uh, have Mark Stewart pretty soon. We might have a Mark Stewart. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll put together a hell of a band for you. Bring them, bring them with. Yeah, hell, bring them all. <laughs> we got room. <laughs> they, they live all over. They, yeah. Oh, that's right. Are, you got them. They, they, they are all over. They're not just well, right well, by I have you. A, yeah, I have, a, I have a band that I play with here and do my Texas shows with. And then when I tour, uh, the touring band is, is from all over the country. And then we get together and play. Well, I just got to tell you, I've been watching your stuff. There's a lot of one, four, five stuff, and I'm in, pal. I'm just telling you. You got a, you got a bass well, player now. And a hell of a drummer. <laughs> and a hell, of a, a hell of a steel player. I'll get you one of them, too. Bang. All right, that's it. I like it. it. I that's like it. it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so, we're not going to start a rumor, but... Uh, Odds are we is might bring Mark Stewart to Montana. Is it expensive in Red Lodge to live up there? Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, we're kind of the the uh, Sun Valley of Montana, I suppose. But, you know, you could go, oh, 12 miles from here, and uh, everything's half price. Yeah, it's one of those tourist towns. Yeah. I mean, if you want to live yeah. right in Red Lodge, it's probably relatively expensive. and uh, But the people are awesome. People are awesome. And we figure yeah. out something for you. You know, we, me and Greg, we, we got a little stroke. We know a few people. <laughs> we know a no, couple you people. You got the juice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anytime you want to come to Montana, you just let me know. We'll figure it out. Because you know Woo! what? Montana needs more Mark Stewart. So that's just it. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I think I definitely need more. Definitely need more uh, Montana in my life, you know. Yep. Yeah. Have you guys have you guys had Tessie Lou lately? I know she just released. Yeah, that, that, they were here record. just at the end of last year. The Bird Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they were at the, they played at the Pollard uh, just before uh, I left for Illinois last year. Uh, August oh, cool. or September. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and the venues are, uh, I mean, hell, they're not any better. Up here. Well, I don't know. They might be a little bit better than down there. Uh, because I, you know, I got a lot of friends that live down there, and uh, you know, uh, 
I won't even tell you. I can't. I'm not going to tell you. You know, he's Big lost Jim, for words. Yeah, Big Jim and the <laughs> Twins. We used to do all right. You know, we do a little trio gig for 3,500, and uh, yeah, you know, but there's some pretty good gigs up here, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, you know, because uh, and and really, a band like uh, Mark Stewart and uh, and the Bastard Sons, there's not an awful lot of them. There really isn't country music. That's so weird. You know, people think about Red Lodge, for example. And, you know, the big uh, the big draw to Red Lodge is a rodeo. Always has been, Fourth of July rodeo. And I remember I was uh, I was at a place called The Warehouse down in uh, California, right there on, uh, uh, oh, hell, I can't remember what, uh, it's, uh, uh, shit, I can't remember now. It's uh, down on the boardwalk. And I remember I went in this little restaurant, me and Lori and I ordered uh, lunch, and this guy was up there doing a solo gig, you know. So I was asking him to do some uh, blue stuff, you know, some Pat Travers and stuff. And he goes, where are you from? And I said, I'm from Red Lodge, Montana. He said, I've been to Montana. He said, that's a cowboy. I said, yeah, hell there, you can't <laughs> find a country band in Red Lodge. I, you know, everybody plays R&B and uh, classic rock. And hell, if you get a good, <laughs> good country band, you'd, you'd work yourself to death. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, Working someone else to death, but I'll work myself to death. I have to. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it would be it'd be fun to play a little bit more and and uh, you know not be quite so sweaty afterwards. Yeah, that's it. That would be fun. I'd love to come up and do some stuff. That'd be great. Well, there you go. Well, do you keep that in mind? Open invitation saying. for you, my man. Yeah, I will. You're putting all sorts of crazy <laughs> ideas in my head. Now we don't we don't throw this out to just everybody, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, this is, uh, you know, we only the cool people that we, uh, we chit-chat with. So uh, that being said. Do I have so, to share a room with Plank? <laughs> maybe maybe at least once or twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I had I had Jason Eady up here a while back, well, just before the deal, and he goes, hey, what's those check marks besides Plankethorn's name? And I said, well, that's how many times he's been here. He said, well, I'm putting one beside my name, too. I said, well, you go right ahead, you know. <laughs> Just keep up with him. Yeah, you got to keep up with him. You know, and Plank, Plank's supposed, yeah. to, he's supposed to be here at the end of August, I think. Yeah, and I think we'll be okay with that. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of so. the point to where I think I will we'll, we'll talk about because I, I got should Greg do like here. a three or four day thing. Just a festival. Festival out in the driveway and the in the hill out there, and <laughs> you know, I did that on my 60th birthday. It lasted for three days. I think we had seven bands here, and uh, and on the third day, I said, you know, I'm I'm 60 years old, dude. You guys got to go home now. I can't. I can't take this. Well, maybe out. two days then this time. <laughs> well, we'll do a couple of days, but. So, Mark, let's hey, do. That's, uh, a pretty good, that's pretty good stamina for 60 years old, though. Well, you know, no. I'm not as good as I yeah, once but was. But. Once he's out of the gate, he's hard to catch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> once I'm rolling, yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to. Uh, you know, uh, go toe to toe with Jimmy no. in the, in the <laughs> department or, or any other. <laughs> Any other department? Uh, well, you know, Walt Wilkins, and you know who he is down here from Texas. Yeah. He's got a song called uh, uh, The Trains I've Missed, and I love to play that. And I always tell people, I said, I didn't miss a damn one. And uh, <laughs> and I don't plan on missing one either. I'm just saying, you know. Tell us about yeah. Playhouse, Mark. 
Off the Playhouse? Yeah, off the Texacali Troubadour. Well, it's uh, just one of those songs where uh, it's sort of uh, a song where you're done being, where you're done feeling sorry for yourself and you're ready to get some revenge. Ooh, say now. I think I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's just let's just roll with that. Enough said. <laughs> Enough said. Here's Playhouse by Mark Stewart. I'm telling you, man, these guys are awesome. Mark Stewart, Master Sons, and Johnny Cash. And, uh, you know, you just fit the bill, Mark. You kind of, you look like your name. You know what I mean? <laughs> you look, you look like a bastard. Well, no, I'm just saying, man, you look like the, the type of music you play. You look, you look the part. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. thanks, man. I, uh, 
<laughs> and rightly so. Greg, Greg, he slipped and, uh, out. You had slipped out to the little boys for a day, Greg. Yeah, I'm, I'm back now. Okay, you're back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no kidding. Well, Mark, you know, the song, the story I love is, is when you got the name Bastard Sons of the Johnny, or Bastard Sons of Johnny Cash, how you got that from Johnny. Do you feel like telling that story? No. No, okay. <laughs> well, how do you feel now, let, Greg? Well, let me try. I'll, well, I'll, from memory, then I won't have anything to say when I come to when I come to Red Lodge and play. I won't have anything to say. Yeah, but we're worldwide. All those people that can't come. Ah, okay. Well, how about I give you the short version then? Short version would be any version would be good because I I love that story. How huh? it's it's, it's, too short. it's a long and convoluted road to, to the lower middle. All right. Well, Jimmy said don't take it take it too short because he's going to the bathroom now. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it uh, I you know I I started playing music in high school and uh, I fell in love with this uh, with country music because uh, my mom was a big fan of country music so I grew up uh, hearing it um, in the house all the time and as I got older I started uh, falling in love with that music again and I wanted to start a band of my own and as I started writing songs one day I used to record these songs on an old 1970 Quasar beatbox and uh, I played back the recording from the day before when I was, had written the song Texas Sun and at the end of the song, I said, uh, thanks for the bastard sons of Johnny Cash. Oh. And, I, and I listened back and I said, what the hell is that? Oh, yeah, it just came so, out, uh, right? It just came out. <laughs> and I said, wow, I'm just dumb enough to probably use this name. <laughs> so when it came, so I, I started using the name and playing out, uh, playing shows out under that name and got a band together. And, um, and people liked the the song so much that eventually we got, uh, you know, we've probably been playing about a two, three years. And then, um, we started getting interest from like these Los Angeles record labels. And one of them wanted to, uh, like give us a deal back from that one song. And they, were, and they said, uh, they said, but there's no way in hell we're going to sign you and put out a record unless you get the, um, the permission of Johnny Cash to do that. And, uh, I was like, I have no idea you know, how I'm going to go about that. It's going to be pretty, pretty crazy hard. So anyway, uh, I was trying to figure that out at the time. Um, and it just so happened that, uh, one day I was sitting in a bar and my friend came in and, and goes, Hey, you know, uh, Johnny Cash is a guest on the TV show. They're filming across the street. They were filming an episode of that TV show renegade. And I guess he was doing a guest spot. So, um, I had written a letter that I was going to send in the mail, but instead of mailing it to Johnny Cash, I wrapped it around one of our four song cassette tapes and I snuck onto the set of Renegade. Oh my God. Kind of like in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> and I found Johnny Cash's trailer and I, I knocked on the door of his trailer and uh, they let me in and there it was no Johnny Cash there in <laughs> fact there was they were just having like a production meeting in there of about 30 people and they looked at me like i had four heads and they said what the hell are you doing here and then i told them <laughs> I, I just came clean and i said my name is mark stewart i have a band bastard says johnny cash i wanted to 
give this tape and this letter to Johnny Cash. And they were like, oh, my God, you are a retard. So, <laughs> Probably what it felt like to you. <laughs> yeah, as I, was, as I was about to leave the room, uh, this little blonde-haired girl stood up and she goes, she goes, hey, um, give me that. I'll see if I can get it to John. So I didn't know who it was, but it turned out to be his niece. And, uh, and she was joining him up in L.A., a couple of days later, which I didn't know he was going to go play. Uh, he was doing some other stuff up in Los Angeles. So she takes the tape to Johnny Cash. And I didn't think another thing about it. I figured she threw it in the trash. That was the left. end of it. <laughs> and that was going to be the end of it. Well, about five days later, I get a call at home and guess who it is? Johnny Cash. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he goes, is this Mark? And I go, I go, yeah, and they go, it's Johnny Cash, and I hung up. I go, yeah, sure, right. So <laughs> Somebody screw with me. Yeah, and then he calls back, and he goes, he goes, this really is John. He actually called up. back. <laughs> no way. Yeah, and then he said, I, I got your letter, I read your letter, and it really touched my heart, but what I liked more than the letter was the music. And he goes, um, I want to meet you, I want to... Uh, to, you know, get to know you. Um, so he sent me tickets to come see his show at the House of Blues in Hollywood. So I went up there, and uh, I was really, really scared. <laughs> yeah, why not? I, uh, I walked, I got to go backstage before the show, and there was every major celebrity hanging back there because this was at the time when, when this was one of Johnny Cash's last shows, live shows he he was he, he stopped touring like a month later oh. so i got to see one of his one of his last shows you know everybody was back there and it was just like you know here's johnny Depp, here's jane seymour all the eight hollywood people were wow. there plus every musician and that you could think of in la so i go walking backstage i meet the band i meet the i meet his manager and uh out out from behind the, the dressing room comes John and he's carrying his his, uh, his grandson with him and he sees me come in and uh, he sets his grandson down and uh, he walks up to me and he goes, are you my bastard son? <laughs> what an honor. <laughs> and I said, yes, I am. And, uh, and we, shook, we shook hands and we talked a little bit and took some pictures and uh, he gave me permission to use the name that night and uh, and actually uh, has kept in touch since then and uh, was, was very kind enough to let me come and record um, songs. He invited me to come to his house in Hendersonville, Tennessee and record songs for the first record and was a, uh, a big help to my career in getting me started. In fact, he even booked a show at the very same House of Blues. Oh, <laughs> wow. I could not get into for years. The guys at House of Blues said, no way in hell you're getting a show. And <laughs> one day I got a call from, from like, you know, uh, I can't remember who it was, then Fine Line or somebody like that. And he goes, I just got off the phone with Johnny Cash. And he said, if I don't book you, he's never playing here again. So you've got to kill you. Oh, that is the best <laughs> said, story ever. That's a great and story. And I said, well, miracles do exist. So it was fun. And we got to go to the house and... Have wow. a great time, and he was, uh, as a man, he was the most um, um, simple, humble, amazing, graceful, and uh, 
kind man I've ever met. He was the biggest star in the world to me and a humanitarian, amazing person. Yes, to a lot of people. somebody Somebody of that stature taking the time to help a total nobody says speaks volumes to me it really does he yeah. he sort of set the moral template of my life at that point yeah he wow. could have just blown you off and said oh who's this guy but he did what oh, he did yeah. that I is mean, such a cool story it's totally cool it's totally cool and i also had i also had um help um from um willie nelson's wife connie at the time she was very helpful in getting um sort of keeping Johnny's attorneys and managers who wanted to go against John's permission and not let me do it. She was, oh, she, no. she was super cool. I, I was playing, you know, as you can imagine, growing up and playing country music in San Diego, we would, you know, we had a weekly gig and we wouldn't draw anybody. <laughs> We'd draw a couple dancers and people would be like, what the hell are you doing playing, you know, your original country music with steel and stuff like that. And, in these in these San Diego clubs, and one night I sat this little girl that I'd seen was a barback, and she'd been busting her ass for months and watching us die a miserable death on Tuesday night. <laughs> and uh, and and she came up. She sat down. This had been months going. And one day she sat down next to me, and she goes, she goes, you know what? You guys actually are good. You actually know what you're doing, and I really like your songs. And I go. I go, what does anybody in this town know about country music? And she goes, well, Willie Nelson is my father. Oh, my God. So it turned out it was Amy Nelson, <laughs> Willie Nelson's daughter. So she invited her mom to come down and watch us play, and we became friends. And she was really instrumental in helping my career as well. So I've had some really... Wow, you, you fell right luck. into it. A couple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Connie just... Another one of these people that come into your life like yeah. angels or saints that that you think, wow, my life has truly been enriched by these people. That is that yep. is I agree. So and awesome. you never know when that's gonna happen all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it also lets me know you just never know who's sitting out there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right, uh, so we're going to do No Easy Road, and, you know, that kind of goes, no with, the, goes with the story. No Easy Road. And uh, this is, uh, you know, Tim Weimer, the guy from the chamber that uh, actually gets you guys coming up in September. This is his favorite yes, song. Yes, I love it. Yeah. And it's his birthday today, so we're, we're going to oh. send this out to Tim. This is Bastard Sons of Johnny Cash, No Easy Road, and we'll be back with you.
there's a snappy little number Ew. there now. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Mark Stewart in the Bastard Sons of Johnny Cash. Listen, man, we got about three minutes left. You know, uh, that's the whole band you hear. When you hear Mark by himself, it's almost the same sound. It is, yeah. It's damn close. And as much fun. <laughs> oh, I was tickles a pig in poop. I mean, you know, I mean, he did, a, he did an awesome job here. And, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to see you by the end of the summer, Mark. I mean, I'm just At some I'm point, whether you're playing or visiting, yeah. you're coming yeah. out. If you're coming to visit, you're going to yeah. play. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Yeah, I kind of figured that if I show up, I'm, I'm going to bring a guitar. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you might want to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jimmy's got a couple here you could use too, so just in case. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah. So here's the cool thing: six months without Creasy, we haven't done independent artists for six months. A year without yeah. uh, Mark being here. He's yeah, been, he was here last June. And so it's like it's come full circle. We had the greatest guy we've ever had in the Roadhouse, Mark Stewart. We got Greg the Rockstar Creasy back, and we got, uh, you know... I and mean, Jimmy. Yeah. Let's go on. It's always here. The circle is unbroken. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you need, for God's sakes? I mean, uh, Mark, I appreciate you spending some time with us, man. And I, I know you, that Jimmy. you're... Thank you, Greg. I yeah. miss you guys so much. Well, we'll get together. Don't you worry, yeah. my friend. I yeah. know. We'll make up for lost time. There you go. Mark Stewart, Bastard Sons, and Johnny Cash. Look for him by the end of the summer. We're going to have him a street dance right here in Red Lodge, Montana. We're going to make that happen. And uh, it is, uh, you know, our hour's gone. And we're going to leave you with a high line by, uh, well, don't know. That's done, Mark. What the hell am I thinking? <laughs> you know, we're going to leave you. know you that song, the, Mark? We're going to leave with whatever I want. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but Mark, thank you so much for spending time, and uh, it's been awesome, Mark. Yeah, give your daughter you. a hug and your wife, and yeah, let them know hello that, to uh, and bring them with. Yeah, bring them with, yeah. and and let them know that uh, we uh, we feel your pain down there, man. And uh, same things going on here. We'll all get through this. This too shall pass. Yep, absolutely. So, and, we, and we at least got four new songs from uh, Mark by now, right? Yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pandemic. It's been a good good time for writing. Yeah. I, I wrote a couple myself during this pandemic. I mean, you know. Oh, oh cool. So, yeah. so bass solo with the with the vocals. No, just uh, strictly lyrics, you oh. know, and, and kinda you know, I could play six string. Come on, man. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> Do a it. little accordion, you know if I Do have it. to. <laughs> so uh, you know. But I, we won't talk about my stuff. Anyway, Mark, thank you so much. Thank Have you, Mark. Have a good, good evening, and uh, take care, my friend. Keep in touch. Thank you. All right. Bye I'll now. I'll be thinking about you guys. And wish you all the best. Do you it. too. See Same you, man. Here. Bye.